So many things have ruined my childhood So I go online to bitch and cry It feels like all of Hollywood is up against me They even made Optimus Fly New versions of what I grew up with Are being remade, rebooted and retried My adolescence is under attack now I think that a part of me has died Aliens, uh -huh, uh -huh. Predators, uh -huh, uh -huh. Marvel, uh -huh, uh -huh. DC, uh -huh, uh -huh. maybe it doesn't all quite stay. Okay, well, except maybe for that Jar Jar Binks. Could it be I've misunderstood? This podcast ruined my childhood. Hello, everyone, and welcome to This Podcast Ruined My Childhood. I'm Phil, and with me this week, we have two very special guests, Andy and Brad. Andy, say hey out there. Hey out there. Hello to the people, to everybody out there in Green Hill Zone. I wish you adieu. Wait, no, I say hello. <laughs> and Brad? Hey, what's going on, people? What's up? I want to go fast. Just, let's uh, yeah, let's go fast. Let's get some rings. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's have a good time. I'm Sonic, a little ball of super energy in an extremely handsome package. On my planet, people were always after my powers, so I came to yours. It gets a little lonely, but that's okay. I am living my best life on Earth. Ow! This week we're going to be talking about Sonic the Hedgehog from 2020, but as a bit of a disclaimer for the episode, we recorded this way back in early February with my intent to release it the week before Sonic the Hedgehog 2 comes out. So, here we are. Now, Sonic the Hedgehog is a video game that came out in the 90s. Uh, the first Sonic game was released in 1991 on everybody's favorite console back then, or at least my favorite console back then, Sega Genesis. And multiple games came out over the next several years. Sonic continued just playing strong through the 90s into the early aughts, and then things just kind of fizzled out for the Sonic video games. Uh, they just started making greatest hits and then combining him with other characters outside of the Sonic franchise, and uh, it kind of just fell to the wayside. But a couple years ago, there was a big um, push to get Sonic back on, uh, on our screens, on our video game screens. Do you guys know, did Nintendo buy the rights to the Sonic characters? Because a lot of the games have been exclusively on uh, Nintendo consoles as of late. I don't think Nintendo bought the property. What happened is, is because Sega was no longer a competitor the way they used to be with Nintendo, they just realized, hey, if we play nice, more people will buy our games. And so they just made a deal so that way Mario and Sonic could cross over in different games. Right, that's right. That's right. And so Mario and Sonic have been together on in games on the Switch recently. I mean, and even previous. I think in the Wii, on yeah, Wii, yeah. they did quite a few. The, all that's the Olympics right. ones. Yeah, like they did a bunch of Olympics games that was Mario and Sonic, and that was the big hook. And then I, I think Sonic even started showing up in the Smash Brothers games. There, there you go. Sorry, I, I actually am a very big Sonic fan. Uh, if, if yeah, so I'm, I'm glad you invited me because Sonic was my, was my jam. Even the games that people go, those weren't very good. I'm like, no, I liked them. I still like wow. them. Yeah, it looks like in twenty. 
gosh, even way back, Sonic was still making his own stuff on all the platforms. Or not his own stuff, but <laughs> Sega was making their stuff for all the platforms <laughs> until 2007, <laughs> where it looks like the Wii and the DS got some exclusivity. And then uh, they went back to PlayStation for like an all-star game, but it was racing only, which is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. And maybe you played that, Andy, but I, I kind of tapped out when the Sonics kind of ended their main run. But we'll get into that and all just, so, well, just a I, little bit. Um, yeah, so yeah. I, I haven't played the recent ones because I have not upgraded past PS3. That's kind of where my video games oh, stopped. Wow. Okay. Okay. Well, I haven't I haven't pulled the the trigger on a Switch. I never got a PS4. I still haven't got I haven't gotten a PS5. I just so yeah, I kind of ended around Wii and PS3. Wow. All right. Yeah, I've I've continued to upgrade. I know Brad's upgraded a couple times, but um Sonic, so a couple years ago we had Sonic come out in theaters in 2020. So it's now been two years, um, right? 2020, gosh. Wow, yeah. My yeah. God. We've already kind of talked with Andy about his memories, but Brad, why don't you tell us your memories of the Sonic character and how you got into knowing who Sonic was? Well, I mean, it was just, uh, you know, playing it on my Sega. I think it was, I don't know if it was one that actually came in the big box, but like, I know I have like Christmas videos or something, or, or I forget if it was Christmas or birthday. One of those videos where I'm like unboxing this thing and it's just that massive big Sega box. And it was one of those things that like you just played right off the bat. Like it was, you know, whether it was included or not, you just had this game. Everybody had this game. Um, and mm-hmm. it it was just like, it's so darn cool. Like I, I will, I still like every now and then I'll, I'll try to find a version that like is playable on the phone or on, you know, on a switch or, or something. Cause it's just so addictive. Um, so simple, just, you know, that it's got that old school, like, uh, but faster Mario vibe, how you could just like mm-hmm. pick up Mario and just play that anytime. And it's just still great. Um, but this is even, it's like even cooler because you can like jump and, uh, spin yourself and do all that cool stuff. Like it, it's just a, it was just like an addictive game at the time. And I, I remember mm-hmm. having like, you know, the first several games, um, one, one Christmas, I do remember, um, Christmas was like over, right. It's like it, it was, it was all done. I uh, got all my gifts and everything. And then my like an, a random uncle shows up like after the parties and everything. And he's just he has like this. He has one gift for me and he shows up and, he, and I unwrap it. And it's it's like Sonic and Knuckles. And I was like, I was it was the coolest thing ever. It was that was the one that had the uh, the ability to plug it in on the top, I think. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was. It was. It was backward compatible. You could like play Sonic one, yeah. two, and three with Sonic. Yeah. That was like the yeah. coolest thing ever. Like to be able to do that. I. I just remember like I've never never seen anything like that before. The avail- uh, availability to plug something in on top, and I just thought that was like the coolest gift at the time. Um. And yeah, I. Uh, I. I played those ones just nonstop. And um. You know, to be honest, I haven't really played a ton of other ones outside of um at least one of the Olympic games that was on the Wii. I remember playing that quite a bit. Um, but I've, I've lost touch with, with Sonic outside of just, Hey, I'm going to go back and play, um, you know, all my old, I, I, every now and then I try to plug in my old system or just download it on my phone or something like that. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's such a fun game. And I, I do wish I could, I'm, I, maybe there is a version out there now that I can get into. So hopefully we'll, we'll see. I, I don't know. I got to yeah, we'll, look into it again. <laughs> we'll keep talking about it and see if maybe something piques your interest here. Yeah. Yeah. So Andy, any, any other history? I mean, you, you already talked a little bit about it, but anything else 
to bring up? Well, just, yeah, I mean, I, Sonic was my jam. I'm glad to hear you were a Sega Genesis kid because yeah. so was I. I I didn't even own a Super Nintendo. I was that me big neither. Of a yeah, me neither. Kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Sonic was where it was at. And those first three games, Sonic 1, 2, and 3 on the Sega Genesis are just historic. And uh, I still love them. And to your point, Brad, every once in a while, I'll still just pop one in. Uh, I still have a Genesis. I have an emulator. I have many ways I could play (laughs) Sonic and I still do. But I'm like a hardcore like Sonic nerd. And so like much like Mario, he started branching out into like racing games. And then they did like Sonic 3D Blast. And then they, you know, they had all these Sonic Spinball, uh, like all of these just variations on Sonic games. And I played them all uh, well into like in, into each new system. So Sega Genesis, I remember playing Sonic CD where you could travel through time. Mm-hmm. I remember Sonic 3D Blast on the Sega Saturn, which was like one of my least favorite Sonic games because you couldn't go very fast because it was just the way it was formatted, but I still played it because I was loyal <laughs> like that. Um, well, not not to jump in, but Sonic 3D Blast didn't do very well. It only grossed $700,000. It's because it wasn't very good. Yeah, but right, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Um, but all that to say is to this day, two of my favorite video games of all time. And I say they are two of the best video games, not just my favorite is Sonic Adventure one and Sonic Adventure two. Those games are amazing. They were originally released for the Dreamcast. And then when Dreamcast, unfortunately, didn't, you know, succeed the way Sega wanted to, they eventually ported them over to the GameCube. And that's where I played them on the GameCube. Those games are masterpieces. They're so good. They're so underrated. Love them. And then like years later, I was even able to buy it and download it on my PS3. But the two Sonic Adventure games are like up there with the very best. They're awesome. Um, But yeah, so I've I've followed Sonic as far as I could. Uh, And then, like I said, after the PS3, I just kind of stopped keeping up with video games and I haven't been on it as much. But up until then, if a new Sonic game was out, I bought it. Sonic Heroes, Sonic Unleashed when he's a werewolf. Oh my god! Like <laughs> Sonic Colors, <laughs> uh, Sonic Generations. Like yeah, there's there were there were so many, and some were better than others. But again, even the ones that were considered maybe not as good, I still liked because it was Sonic. Wow, wow, what a history! My goodness, I, you're putting me to shame now because I was a Sega Genesis purist in the beginning. I got I had an original Nintendo, but then never went past that. I switched over to Sega. And Sonic came with the Genesis. It mm. was it was a huge game to have, and everybody had it that had a Sega Genesis if you bought like the first, you know, release of the Genesis. And I fell in love with it. I know Brad, you were talking about it, the simplicity of it. Mm. It was the side scrolling of Mario, but you could do a little bit more and you could go really fast and you could hold down the the what the down arrow and press like B and you could then rev yourself really fast in a ball to go forward. Like it was just the coolest game that was just different enough from Mario to set it apart and make it more fun. And so 91, I played Sonic nonstop 92. I played Sonic two nonstop. And I still remember in 1993. So Brad, you talked about a random uncle. (laughs) One of my uncles brought me a gift and I think it was for my birthday. And this was the type of uncle in New York that, you know, you didn't really ask where he got things. Things probably fell off the back of a truck and he was able to procure it for you, you know. And uh, he came over for my birthday and gave me this gift and I opened it up and it was Sega CD with Sonic CD. And if you remember, Sewer Shark. 
Oh, I don't yeah. know if anybody <laughs> remembers that game, but man, it was it bad. Yeah. It was so fun, but man, it was bad. It was so hard. I don't think I ever played it. I just remember, I just thought it looked cool. It was so, I mean, at the time, it was so hard. But that's neither here nor there. I, I couldn't stop playing Sonic CD, especially when I couldn't really get the hang of Sewer Shark. So I love Sonic CD. And then the next year in 94, Sonic 3 came out. And later that year, Sonic and & Knuckles. And you guys are right. Being able to port backwards with Sonic 3 and Sonic 2 to play as Knuckles was my favorite thing. I couldn't get enough. But after that, I did fall off. I didn't get a Dreamcast. I didn't get a GameCube. Um, I didn't get another system until PlayStation 2 came out. And that was my next system. I then got an Xbox later on and then just kept going with PlayStations and Xbox up until now where I have an Xbox S, not the one with the disc, but the one without the disc for the new version. And I don't have a PS5 yet, but someday... And I just haven't really gone back. But I I did, during the pandemic, get a Switch. And I downloaded the Sonic and Mario Olympic game that was like the free demo. And it was, it was fun. It didn't make me want to buy the whole game, but it was fun enough to play the demo. But all these other games that you're talking about, Andy, I never played Sonic Adventure. I never played Sonic Adventure 2, which now I feel like oh, I have to play them both. Oh, no, with, seriously. With your recommendation. Yeah. Um, like, I knew like who the what Mario, characters were. What Mario 64 was for Nintendo is what Sonic Adventure is. And if I, I maintain that if they had released Sonic Adventure with the Sega Saturn or like mm-hmm. a version of it, it would not have flopped. And like then they did do it with Dreamcast and it wasn't enough. And anyway, sorry, I, I all that is to say that I do think they hold up with with those very best Mario games. Wow. That's pretty cool. I'm going to have to find an emulator to play both of those. Uh, but I did diverge from Sonic. And whenever I stopped playing Sonic and Knuckles and the backward compatibility of those. So I, I'm sure I kept playing all of them until I got my PS2 or my PlayStation, whichever one I got, I think regular PlayStation. But it just kind of fell to the wayside. And I always have this fondness in my heart for Sonic. But I didn't really play any Sonic games when we got into the aughts. And so it had been 20-ish years for me to actually have played a Sonic game and when this movie came out. Um, but like I said, I still love the character, and I liked I really liked Tails, I really liked Knuckles, and then I knew enough about the ancillary characters that continued to come on, like Shadow, and um, that it just... I kind of knew who everybody was in the universe, but didn't mm. ever play them. Uh, real quick, do you guys know about Sonic 3 and Michael Jackson? Mm, no. no. <laughs> so Michael Jackson was, and and I, I might get, a, the facts are a little fuzzy, but he was supposed to compose the music for Sonic 3 because he was a huge Sonic the Hedgehog fan. And he started it and he did a bunch of it. And then that was when some of the controversy happened. And they were like, and because it was going to be this like big marketing thing of like, oh, Sonic 3 with music by Michael Jackson. Because if you remember, wow. Michael Jackson had a deal with Sega because he had his own video game, Moonwalker. Yep, he sure did. And then the controversy happened and they were like, oh, we can't do this. We can't do this. But legend is, and it's urban legend, I don't know how true it is, is that much of the music in Sonic 3 is still his music. Well, I'll tell you, I'm looking up on Wikipedia right now while you say that. And composers involved with the project said his contributions remained. So... Some of the stuff he worked on is Damn, still there. That's cool. Wow. 
That's crazy. I had no yeah, idea. Did not know. Thank you for bringing that little tidbit of knowledge to us. <laughs> hey, no problem. I got to give credit to my brother-in-law, Ray. He uh, He's the video <laughs> game guru and <laughs> he, he shares these things with me so I can share them with people like you. That's awesome. Um, another thing that I didn't, I remember, but I, I guess I just didn't pay too much attention to was that there was a Sonic cartoon at the, yeah. uh, in the, in 93 to 94. Yeah. Jaleel White. Yeah. The voice Jaleel of Sonic. White was Sonic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've Crazy. watched, we've watched quite a bit I, I of that. I have the Christmas special. Yeah. yeah. My son, my son got into Sonic for a little bit. So we've watched, uh, gone through a lot of that, those episodes. I had no idea that he was in that though. Yeah, it's crazy. It was pretty good, actually. Like, I didn't watch it regularly, but I watched it a little bit. And like I said, I have the Christmas special on DVD, so mm-hmm. it's not bad. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I know I'd seen it, but I, I just can't for the life of me remember anything about it. <laughs> um, so moving on. So we are now in 2020. Sonic did come out in theaters. It didn't come out during the height of the pandemic, like I had thought I remembered, <laughs> it came out January 25th. Yeah. So it was one of the last films that were in theaters before theaters shut down. I went to the theater with our dear friend Hunter. Oh, um, nice. Who's, who's been on this show. Yeah, Hunter and I, we we had a, I was going to say we had a date, but he was with his girlfriend, so I was the third wheel. But the three of us went <laughs> and saw Sonic uh, in theaters, and it stands out because I think it was one of the last movies I saw before the pandemic shut down. So it's like super vivid because, yeah, a few weeks later, everything shut down. Yeah, that's I, I don't think I remembered it because I didn't go see it in theaters, and I remember it coming out, and I saw it pretty immediately when it came on digital, but... No, yeah, I saw it too. I saw it um, at the end of February, and I, I was going to say maybe there was some portion where I missed where maybe it did go, but I think it did go to like the streaming platforms pretty quickly, right? Um, I do remember we. I think yeah, so. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah. I went to go see it by myself. I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna take some time. I'm gonna go see this movie by myself because like I, I I don't know. At that point, I we, I wasn't really even aware of the pandemic really i feel like at that point because i still want to go see like a few more movies after that um but uh i do remember like during the pandemic and everything we i I took my family went went to like uh one of those makeshift drive-ins that were popping up all over the place and gave my son a chance to see it for the first time and he was just like through the roof he thought it was awesome i'm sure especially sitting somewhere like that in in a in your car in a huge screen in front of you got to have been awesome it might have been it might have been one of the first times. Um, I don't know. I think we went to go see like the Lion King. They did like one of those drive-ins too, and then we saw that. So it was it was an interesting time back then. So I'm glad it was available, you know, to watch uh, to stream somehow onto uh, big screens and in yeah. a, in the middle of a field. Yeah, it's um. So it hit theaters January 25th. It was in theaters for just about six weeks before things really got bad in mid March, and um. It did really well for just a six-week-ish run. It grossed $149 million in the U.S. and Canada and 170 everywhere else. So, I mean, a total of 319 and they it's estimated to have cost about 85 to $90 million to make. So, pretty good return on investment for something that only played for about six to seven weeks in theaters. Um, and mm-hmm. it did hit streaming under the 90-day... Uh, agreement that they usually have with films to back when they had to wait 90 days before films went to streaming. And so it came out in March, basically right when everything shut down. 
they threw it on streaming to to get everybody to start buying it for video on demand or video at home or whatever we call it now. Um, and that's how I saw it. I, I waited, though, um, a couple weeks for digital copies to start hitting the Internet. And I bought one like a resale digital copy from somebody for like five bucks. And that's how I saw Sonic. So it worked <laughs> out really well for me to see it from my living room. It's great. Are you? Let me ask, are you going to mention, I don't want to jump the gun too much, but even though this is before all this, uh, should, should we mention like the controversy yeah, <laughs> leading definitely. up to making this movie? Definitely. I, 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 I figured actually, we were going there, right? I was like actually going to get there just now because I was going to say oh, okay, the great. 85 <laughs> to 90 million, I wonder how much of that was done in post to fix Sonic. So let's talk about that yeah. controversy. <laughs> I mean, the first images they had of his face were just terrible and if anybody out there hasn't seen it you can find it on the internet it looks like sonic got hit by a truck and then was smoking a lot of weed didn't didn't they release the whole thing? yeah they were they released the trailer yeah so i'm sure yeah. that's still out there where you can see the mm -hmm. the original sonic horrifying it's definitely there i always just you know you can find the image the side-by-side -side comparison and yeah it doesn't make sense to me why he looked so odd in the beginning like, why, why were they making him look like that? Were they trying to do more realistic hedgehog face? I think like, that's it. I think that's, I mean, I I believe that's where their head was at, where they're like, oh, we can't just make him look like the cartoon because then what's the difference in a movie? So I think their their intent was to try and make it look more like a quote-unquote real animal. Mm -hmm. But boy, did they miss the mark. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to see Sonic the Hedgehog yeah. in theaters for him to look like a hedgehog. You're going to see the Sonic yeah, you knew yeah. and to introduce this your family to. Yeah, it's one of those things where like they overthought it mm -hmm. and completely missed the mark. And then it's like, no, it wasn't broken. Don't fix it. Just do the Sonic that we've all loved since the 90s. Yep. Uh, an actual quote yeah. from somebody who saw the trailer when it premiered at CinemaCon in Vegas. <laughs> they said it was horrific and a blight upon this weary earth. So <laughs> that's how bad people liked how Sonic first looked. Yeah. <laughs> It, oh, man. It's it's so horrifying. Like why? Like I don't know. We we just want to see, like you said, the Sonic that we we know. I, I get what they're going for, and it, it's kind of bad that like we bullied them, you know, into doing this. But we really got the better movie out yeah. of this. I would I would I would assume, you know, like it's the same movie, but I can't look at that thing for an hour and a half or however long this movie is. You know, like <laughs> that, that that was a good decision. On one hand, to bully the you know the team into making that, but it's not not a good look overall for us to have done. But you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a slippery slope. But yeah, in yeah. this case, yeah, I think we all learned that bullying is good, <laughs> and and good things can come from it. To multi million dollar movie studios, yeah, we can we can bully them a little bit. Um, yeah, the the trailer within two days of it being released from CinemaCon, it was viewed more than twenty million times. And hundreds of thousands of dislikes way outnumbered the likes on it. So it took them a while, though. They redesigned Sonic. And the second trailer, uh, seven months later in November, six months later, however long that is, <laughs> the mm -hmm. second trailer was released and it had Sonic as we know him in the film. And so because they delayed the movie oh, like yeah. six months, didn't they? I don't know to, if it was six months, it? but they they definitely pushed it. I want to say it was supposed to be like a fall movie, like a November movie, and then they pushed it to the new year. So maybe it wasn't quite six months, but maybe three. Maybe. But I can only just imagine like these hundreds of overworked, 
computer artists fixing every frame of this movie and my heart goes out to them. I hope they were well compensated. Yeah. Because to have to fix one of your main characters for the entire length of a movie in a matter of months, that had to have been a hell of a lot of work. We all agree it was an improvement, but I just I just hope they oh, were yep. paid well and they got some some rest when it was done. They had to delay it by three months to redesign okay. the character. Yeah. There you go. Gosh, just yeah. it's it's sad, but we're lucky we got what we got. Because as we are already talking about it, it seems like generally positive reviews from the three of us. So, guys, why don't you tell me what you thought of the film and and the idiosyncrasies within? Um, Yeah, just Andy, dive in. You're the biggest Sonic fan here. Uh, Sure, sure. I was well, I was going to go regardless. Even if they never fixed Sonic, I was still going to go because it's Sonic. Mm -hmm. Listen, man, I bought Sonic Unleashed where he turns into a werewolf. (laughs) You got me in the bag no matter what. It's fine. I'm I'm gonna go You're there. Yeah. Um. So I was already looking forward to it just because I I just love Sonic and I thought it looked fun. And so then yes, the improvement certainly helped. Uh. And I went like I said with Hunter. We we made it a night out. It was super fun. Um. And as for the movie itself, like I think it's pretty good. Like I'm I'm not gonna overstate it and pretend it's a great movie. It's not a great movie, but it's like a perfectly watchable and serviceable, entertaining kids movie. It doesn't break the mold. It's not going to change your life, but it is a painless and entertaining 90 minute watch. If you like Sonic, you know, there's some fun action beats. James Marsden is charming as all get out. I love that guy. This is like the sequel to hop that I never got. And I was happy to have it. <laughs> and then Jim Carrey was having a, a good time. He was so the like best time of since. Yeah, I don't I don't even know when he hasn't had fun so, in a movie in a while. I know. So th- that was nice to see as as Robotnik. And so overall, I think it's a good time. Again, not a great movie, but a pretty fun one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Brad? Yeah, I um, I feel like I, I just loved the movie so much. Like, it was probably one of my favorite. Well, uh, I mean, that, that was a tough year, but it was definitely one of my favorite movies that came out that year. Um, <laughs> But uh, I I just enjoyed it so, so much from like th- the moment I sat down when you get th- the different music that you're familiar with, you get to see the scenery that that is like iconic. Um, in the beginning, you even get like these these uh, echidnas that are like doing something, you know, you, you don't really know what's happening. There's a, like a, a bit of a story that I, maybe I'm missing from other Sonic games, but but like there's all this stuff going on, this world that they've built with the rings and everything. I'm just like enthralled by it all. Um, and I just, I loved it so much. And Jim Carrey, somebody that I've loved, you know, forever who couldn't, but I was really into like all those movies in the 90s that he did. And then this one, he just comes out of the gate and does just the most absurd and like just has the most fun. Like you're saying it's, it, it was so mm-hmm. unexpected. Cause like, you know, kind of like you're saying, he didn't really do like a ton of like these kinds of films in a long time. You're like, ah, I guess Jim Carrey, you know, probably not doing that anymore. You know, he's right. just not that guy anymore, but like comes out of the gate with this one. He's just doing everything you'd ever want him to do. And I'm, uh, I find myself just like on the floor, like rolling around laughing at what he's doing. And, <laughs> uh it it is so good um and yeah i don't know i just i i loved everything about it i mean it was it was so much fun yeah i i'll say when they cast him and we saw that first trailer i thought to myself this doesn't look like the dr robotnik i know like where's the huge Hmm. huge mustache and nose 
Like, <laughs> why is he this really skinny <laughs> doctor guy and not like this really round, every part of him is round guy? And I was like, I am I going to like the aesthetic or am I not? And I'll say, when I watched the movie, I loved it. I was happy with the Dr. Robotnik we got. And, you know, Brad, you talked a little bit about the backstory. I'm actually going to go to Andy. Andy, is any of this backstory accurate from what you remember in any of the games you played? Because I don't specifically remember an owl that's like his guardian that gives him rings. But maybe I, that I've was never it. seen that owl. No, I've never seen that owl before in my life. I don't think I don't think that owl <laughs> exists in any okay. other media. I think okay. they, they made it was it her, right? It was a she. Um, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think they it's made like, her up. Yeah. Um, just like a really brutal like intro too. Like yeah. I just didn't expect this like attack sequence in the beginning and 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 it's like a sad movie. Like it's really sad. It's it's funny and, and exciting mm-hmm. and a lot of energy, but like it's also sad. Like I feel bad for Sonic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's his he's transported off of his world. He loses his guardian. Um and then he he's like this stranger in a strange land, and we get that kind of story with him. Mm-hmm right out of the gate that he's he's hiding he's um gotten fascinated with this character of james marsden and his pretzel lady wife um or girlfriend or whatever they are <laughs> and he's the donut lord I donut lord donut and lord. and his <laughs> yep veterinarian <laughs> wife yes yeah, so they're married and he calls her pretzel lady which i thought was funny and <laughs> just marsden as well just like jim carrey marsden is having a great time in this film and I love to see actors when they come into properties like this where they just sell it because they enjoy it. And so who knows if James used to play Sonic when he was younger, but he goes for it with like, in in my opinion, 100% and wins me over immediately. I mean, Andy, you said charming as always. He just has something about him that I just innately love. He does. He's so great. I've, I've, I've loved him in everything he's done. And it was so funny because when he first came on the scene, he came on the scene just because he was a really good looking guy. And I remember the stories like from people who worked with him being like, yeah, he's really handsome, but he is the funniest guy you'll ever meet in your life. And you would not ever think that. And I like that he took sort of an, you know, a a left of center approach to his career and Mm -hmm. tried to avoid being the boring leading man and just wants to have fun. Cause if you think about some of the goofier things he's done, he's always so great, like enchanted, you know, like, like hop like this. He's just, Mm -hmm. he's, he's so fun and so easy to like. And this is just another example of that. He's effortlessly charming. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite roles he's ever played is, is hairspray where he plays. Oh, hairspray. Yeah. Great great point. And like, yeah, one of my favorite songs to sing. And when I was doing auditions, when I was younger, I, I would do, a section of the song that he sings the, the corny Collins show song. And I just love it. And he just does such a great job. But anyway, that's besides the point. He's just, he's awesome. And then moving on to the other main cast member is Ben Schwartz. Who's the voice of Sonic. And, and again, just yes. seemingly embodies that character perfectly. I, w- I don't know that I would have seen uh, Ben Schwartz as Sonic, but now I can't hear anybody else. Like I, I couldn't hear Jaleel White as Sonic now that Ben Schwartz has played him. <laughs> it, like he didn't have to do much either. Like he basically is just himself, just a little bit more hyped up, but like that's him. And I, I love that. Mm-hmm. It's it's like you said, it's perfect. You can't hear it any other way. Yep. Yep. I mean, What's he famous for? Because I don't really know him. Parks and like, Rec. I obviously Rec, recognize yeah. him. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. Yeah. Okay. He, he plays. Tom I know it was Haverford's, some show that I never watched. Oh. Yep. He plays Tom Haverford's best friend. 
and he has some of the best lines. His name is John Ralphio Saperstein, and he has, if you watch, you need to go on YouTube. I mean, we're taking a complete tangent, but you need to go on YouTube, Andy, and watch John Ralphio's best best work or best whatever. Yeah. Okay. Because he okay. has Amazing. so many hilarious scenes. What did I tell you, huh? The world. She's the worst in the world. He's so good. He had to have improv a lot of it too because of the type of Oh, I'm sure. Actor he is. Yeah. Um and he isn't he one of the um ducks in yep the remake of uh what do you call it yep yeah, DuckTales. yeah he's one of them one of them ducks. oh okay i don't remember which one but he's one of them along with danny pudi you know another favorite of mine from community um and then he's also leonardo in rise of the teenage mutant ninja turtles he's he's got a good little voice acting career going on too the uh a little nice. like, if you want a little bit from him check out the earliest show it was like this like internet, uh, you know, a, a few different videos, and it was so funny. Like, you got to check that out. It was amazing. He also is chirping for BB-8 too, isn't he? Uh, yeah, I believe like so. Like he and Bill Hader both combine their voices and do chirps for BB-8. I'm getting off on tangents He's here. great. He's great. He's great, yeah. It's just so funny. All um, right. But the, so the story here for this Sonic is kind of what I, what I just said. Stranger in a Strange Land, he has nobody but he finds his family in tom which is james marsden character and dr robotnik is trying to figure out why there's this crazy power surge that blacks blacks out this this town or like the sea uh, i don't know the the northwest or wherever the hell they are and robotnik traces it back to this power surge from this this animal or this alien or whatever we want to call him and so he's after him for his power through the entire movie. And so it just becomes this like buddy road trip movie of James Marsden's character and Sonic running away from Dr. Robotnik. And it, it works. Everything works. And James Marsden, I know we were talking so much about him already, but like there's not a moment in this movie where I don't think that he's sitting next to a blue hedgehog. Like, <laughs> he's in like every moment of it he's, they have it's, chemistry it's, it's yeah so good like yeah. unbelievably good um i like that little like um fight scene in the middle of the movie that was pretty good but yeah it's it's a very sweet and sentimental movie all at the same time and uh, w- with these video game movies you just never know if they're going to be any good right like it's a, just a long running gag right. it's like ah oh, here comes another video game movie it's not going to be good um and this one, I think, succeeded all the way through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that Robotnik becomes such an evil villain that he, you know, he's working with the government, mm. right? And then he becomes so evil, the government realizes it, and Sonic defeats him. And so then the government decides they're going to help out and just pretend Sonic doesn't exist and <laughs> let him live with Tom and Maddie, and they'll have their own little happy life in Green Hills. And uh, Robotnik just disappears and we find out um that he has sonic's quill that he stole and he's on another planet now i i'm not positive if it's sonic's original planet or if it's just somewhere else yeah it's somewhere else right that mushroom place Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and of course because you can't just have Mm -hmm. a standalone movie nowadays we get a tag for two tails uh and a fox that emerges from a ring portal Searching for Sonic at the very end. 
So that, of course, is setting up a sequel, which is planned to come out very soon. I'll say I like I like what they did with Robotnik because you're right. Like his initial look, it's like close enough where you go, okay, I get who it's supposed to be. But I really like the way they let him grow into Robotnik until we get the reveal at the end. I can't remember. Was it a post credit Mm -hmm. scene or like where you get the reveal of 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 the final Robotnik. Um, I'll just say I'm really glad it's successful though, because if we didn't get the follow-up, I would have been very disappointed because that we had gone that far and then we didn't get the payoff. Um, But since there is a sequel, it's all good. And I like that by the end, you get the crazy, more cartoony looking Robotnik. And I think that's really fun. And I I don't want to say I'm surprised. It, It only cost whatever, 75, $80 million. But at the same time, I feel like they get a lot out of that money because there's some really great and cool inventive action sequences in the film. And I think those are the parts I like the most. Like there's the chase on the road that I really liked. You know, there was the, the slow-mo sequence yeah. in the bar. Like there's some really cool action beats. So it's fun. Cause it feels like a very kid friendly superhero movie, but with Sonic the Hedgehog. So uh, there's a lot of fun to be had just throughout. I like his little lair where he's reading flash comics. Like they do a lot mm-hmm. of fun things with the super speed that I enjoy mm-hmm. too. I, I love the beginning where he's like, he's like, you may be wondering how I got in this position that always it's like such a, a dumb gag at this point, <laughs> but like it works so well in this situation. And then to get that finished at the end there, it uh, mm-hmm. it's intense. I love that. Uh, where were they? San Francisco or something? Um, such a fun, you know, uh just action set piece there where they're running up the building and all those drones and everything. It's like what Spider-Man far from home or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like that Sonic had created like a bucket list mm-hmm. of things he wanted to do. And Robotnik chasing him around the world gets him to check off items mm-hmm. on his bucket list. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, you know, they set it up so well of things he needed to see now that he was on Earth. And then because he's being chased by Robotnik, he's like, oh, got this, got this, got this. Pretty good. Um. Yeah. Are you guys uh, excited for the upcoming sequel? Have you paid any attention to it? Read anything about it? I think I watched the trailer. I am looking forward to it because I did like the first movie, but I do think it has. You know, one of the things that I felt like they could have taken more advantage of is Sonic's world. I love the intro where we get Sonic's world. Like Brad said, Mm -hmm. I love that it's the Green Hill Zone. I think that's awesome. Um, But we leave pretty quickly and then it really is just Sonic in our world. And I get that part of that's budgetary, but I also yep. am like, ah, like there's, there's, there's so much, there's so many cool characters. There's so many cool things to do with Sonic's world. And in this one, you don't get a lot of that. Cause it's the, it's the fish out of water story. So I love that. We're going to take advantage of that in the sequel. And they certainly tease tales and that was great, but I love that mm-hmm. they're not just doing tales, but you know, they've got the Robotnik that's, Pump to an 11, you've got Tails, and you've got Idris Elba as mm-hmm. Knuckles. So they're bringing in even more of that world. Yep. They're going a little bigger with it. They're having more fun. It's, I want to say cartoony, but that, that's a, a more fantastical, I guess I'll say, is, is a better way. Um, so I love that they're taking what worked in the first one, and it looks like they're adding to it, and they're taking more advantage of the rest of the Sonic the Hedgehog mytho- mythos. That makes me excited. So I'm really looking forward to yeah. it. I think it has the potential of being better than the first. I think so, too. I think so, too. I wonder, though, and I, I thought about this when I was watching the trailer. Like, Are they playing too much of their hand? Or is this just enough to get people 
to like care more about Sonic. Like, is this is this actually taking too many characters from the Sonic world and throwing it in together where they could have stretched it out over two movies? Or is this going to be just so good that we're going to be glad to have it all? And and I, I just worry about there being too much stuffed into a two hour runtime. I, I get that. And I, I totally know what you're saying. W- would they have been better holding off with uh, Knuckles until the third movie? Maybe, but there's no guarantee there will be a third movie. So have fun with it now. And, right. Right. and, and, and that's, that's very, yeah, true. like go for it. And yeah. hopefully it'll be great and we'll all be entertained. It'll make money again. And then it's their challenge to, right. to bring right. in more next time. And there's a whole mythology they can. So, yeah. I wonder how much the original cast like plays into this movie. Um, you know, if they're if it's like James Marsden like the whole time like it was last time, or do they take like a back seat so it allows like all these characters you know from the games to come forward a little bit? Because um, you know the trailer really plays heavily on the the animated characters. So yeah, yeah, I, I am I am so hyped mm-hmm. though to see Knuckles. Like that is that's gonna be amazing. I can't wait. Knuckles was always my favorite. Yeah. I had to play as Knuckles. Yeah. Like. Ah, oh, that's going to be so, so good. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> in Sonic 2, I needed to be Tails all the time. And then when Sonic and Knuckles came out, I just played Sonic and Knuckles, Sonic 3, and Sonic nice. 2 as Knuckles. <laughs> Such a cool character. I can't, I, think someone... I can't believe it's so fast. It's coming up uh, now. Like, Yeah, I, I, I'm shocked when I saw the trailer. I, I was like, oh, God, is it ready? Because, you know, time makes no sense anymore after the <laughs> pandemic. We don't know. And I was yeah. like, oh, shoot, they made this? It already <laughs> happened? Okay, great. Something to look forward to. Um, but there was something where someone asked Idris mm-hmm. Elba. They're like, oh, you know, what kind of voice are you going to use for Knuckles? Is it going to be sexy? And he's like, no, it's not going to be sexy doing knuckles and then the trailer came out and and people were like and that was false he's still sexy <laughs> he can't he it's can't just even Idris, help it. though yep. he's just yeah. losing it no matter what can't help it <laughs> i can't oh, wait funny. um i know adam pally is in it yeah he was he was one of the uh one of the other officers yeah he was one of the the ones that was like at the dispatch or something like that Okay, so I always love when Adam Pally plays a character that's like an understated kind of tertiary character that is only in the movie for a couple minutes because he is such a good like bit player and he leans into those characters so well. I just I I there was a show that used to be on I think NBC that he was on uh, that I loved and then every time I've seen him in something yeah. since I'm like ah I remember him when he was new in the industry and he's still funny. So I'm glad he's he's going to be in this one, too. I, I hope they don't short us on too much James Marsden. You know, he's he's yeah. wonderful. Agreed. Like, come on, you, you've got him. Let's let's do it. I'm looking now just to see. Mm-hmm. Oh, he does not have a high credit listing. OK, he's the, <laughs> he's the fifth one down. Maybe that's OK. Yeah, I'm a little concerned. Well, it's interesting that he's the fifth one down because Idris is first. It's yeah, Ben Schwartz, Idris. He's even before Jim Carrey and Ben Schwartz. Yeah, yeah. No way. So, okay, no way. Right. Just don't, just don't kill James Marsden. Is what I'm saying. Not in Sonic Two. I, I don't think my heart can right. handle it. It's gonna be like Alvin and the Chipmunks Two, where Jason Lee is mm-hmm. like, I really don't want to do it. So put me in the hospital for the whole movie. Or <laughs> <laughs> Jason Lee. He's like, I'll take the paycheck. But if you could, if you could have me be in as little of the movie as possible, that'd be great. <laughs> He's like Snoochie Boochies. Um, gosh. All right, guys. Well, I, I think at this point, it's time for me to ask, did Sonic the Hedgehog that came out in 2020 ruin anything about your childhood? 
Andy? Well, the trailer did. <laughs> Does that count? Wow. Yeah, I think it counts a little bit. But the trailer ruined everybody's childhood. Like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I was mostly, I was mostly, I didn't disagree with the uproar around the trailer, but I was also kind of tickled by it because I was like, oh my God, like this is the, this is the hill we're dying on. Sonic the Hedgehog in the movie. Okay, good. Okay. I, I didn't know where the line was. We found it. It's Sonic the Hedgehog in live action. As a, as a society, we can all gather together and agree on this thing. At least this week. Yes. Um, but no, I mean, I, I, the, the movie is, is a delightful little romp and I am due for a revisit. Uh, I'm just glad that it was successful because I love Sonic more Sonic content makes me happy. The movie is super fun. I'm really looking forward to the sequel. Hopefully that will be super fun. It's nice to see. Yeah. Sonic, uh, in the movies, it's crazy. It took this long, but the, the wait was worth it. I really dig it. It, 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 the wait is worth it. And when you think about the Super Mario Brothers we got in theaters, and yeah. now we haven't had another for a while. Um, imagine what the Sonic the Hedgehog movie could have looked like in 1993. It, yeah. it would have been Jaleel White been in a blue hoodie <laughs> running around a post-apocalyptic wasteland like Super Mario Brothers. Did I do that? <laughs> oh, man. All right, Brad, how about you? Ruin anything? Yeah, I mean, Andy, you bring up a fair point. That trailer... If if we were still living in this like alternate timeline where that trailer you know continued the movie got made that way, I would have said yes, like probably yeah, uh, but no, not at all. I think uh, I think if anything, this this movie like helped bring it back like into my life a little bit. You know, like like I said before, it was one of those things that like you kind of lose touch with along the way, and you know this kind of helped bring it back where I want I want more. I wanted I was watching the animated series. So I was. I watched this movie like I don't even know how many times since it came out, um, and I want to play all the games and, and find new games that I'm interested in. So I think if anything, it helped. Yeah. You know, it's it's only made it better. Guys, right, come right over, there with you, guys. come over. We'll play my yeah. Genesis. Got to do it. it. I got to make time. The next time when when our kids meet, okay, yeah, we'll <laughs> we'll just put them off to the side in like a couple Mama Roos and we'll just play exactly. We'll play. We'll play Sonic. We'll put them in the little, uh, the little baby fighting cage. What do you call those things? We'll put them there in there. Go. Yeah, and they'll, they'll fight. Them. They'll yeah, fight yeah. to the death. Oh. <laughs> we'll just dress one as Sonic and one as Knuckles. Oh, see. Oh, oh go. my God, that would be cute. It would be Halloween. They could ideas. roll around on the floor. That'd be yeah. great. Yeah, <laughs> we'll throw onion rings at them and they fight over them. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so this movie didn't ruin my childhood either. I same as brad like i want more sonic content and i want to go back and especially after listening to your praise of these other games andy i want to go play sonic adventures and sonic adventures 2 and i'm probably going to spend a fair amount of time tonight online trying to figure out how to play it like immediately (laughs) so it definitely didn't ruin i can't wait for the next movie and i am a little worried that they're doing too much in sonic 2 but again you're right andy i mean if you only have this time to do one more movie get it in and if you get to do a third great if not you got what you wanted in so we'll see we'll see how it is i'm excited though and uh and yeah i just now i want more sonic content so with that guys um andy why don't you tell everybody where they can find you awesome well thanks for 500 shows yeah so many just search for any podcast i'm probably on it um, no, thank you for the invite. I love talking Sonic. Uh, this was a fun little surprise that we got to do this together and it's always good to talk to you too, Brad. Um, 
I do a lot of shows. I do Disorder, every Disney film. I do Holy Batcast. I do Real Fans for Real Movies, and I do Why Not Futurama. They are all part of the Real Fans Network at rf4rm.com. And then if you just want to follow me, you can do it on Twitter or on Instagram. It's just my name, Andy D. Genova. So thanks, Phil. Yeah, thank you. Brad, where can everybody find you? Yeah, well, thank you. And your plethora of podcasts as well. I'm in a few places, too. I'm glad I got to do a... a, This is only the second episode I've done with Andy, so that was good. Um, But yeah, we... um, We're racking them up, dude. We're we're getting there. We're going to have, like, a whole handful now that we have have each other's numbers. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, But, uh, you know, I'm doing a whole lot of um, Jurassic World Dominion coverage as that movie is coming up, so you can find me um over on Jurassic park podcasts just look for us uh at Jurassic park pod on twitter or our website jurassicparkpodcast.com and of course grim grinning hosts uh you can find that at ggh podcast a podcast i think that's it i don't run them really i mean except for the instagram i think it's just <laughs> at ggh podcast <laughs> mm-hmm. but that's all i think so i think that's right Awesome. And everybody out there, you can follow me at Phil Demo, F-I-L-D-I-M-O, on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And you can also follow the podcast at Podcast Ruined. I want to thank you both again for joining us for the show. And I hope that this look back at Sonic the Hedgehog didn't ruin anybody's childhood. Could it be I've misunderstood? This podcast ruined my childhood. Look, uh, Dr. Robotskis, um... I'm sure what you're here for is very serious, but it's got nothing to do with me. You can ask anyone in town. Everyone knows me. I bet they do. I'm sure you're hella popular with the Jebs and Merles and Billy Bobs and this glorified gas station rest stop. But you go way back to the days of tipping cows and playing on a drug band. And maybe someday you'll achieve your goal of getting a Costco card or adopting a Labradoodle. But the reality is, I surpassed everything you're ever going to do. Before I was a toddler, I was spitting out formulas while you were still spitting up formula. I was breastfed, actually. Nice. Rub that in my orphan face. I should have ordered onion rings for tonight. I didn't even think about it. Uh, If I had more time to plan. That would have been smart. Yeah, I would have swung by Burger King, got Mm -hmm. some rings. Oh, well, I'll do it after. The same difference. (laughs)